Al, did you know this time last year, we put out a book? Oh, right, we did. <laughs> Way to sell the people on it. <laughs> I mean, it was an exciting book. It was. You know, it's it's a bit a year now. We can reflect on things. And also, because it is the one-year anniversary of the book coming out. Special edition. We can put out another edition of it. Yay! So, as, as you are listening to this here podcast, you can head on over to Amazon and click on the page where it says, Hey, buy our book. That's, it's what they say. It's like front page right there on it. Mm-hmm. And you can pick up a new hardcover edition of our fancy book. Yay! It's basically the same book, but there is an afterword in it now, so there's like two additional pages. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited for that, clearly. Well, the hardcover is pretty freaking cool. Hardcover is very exciting. I'm real hype about that. So yes, you can get a new version of the book for the one year anniversary. It's a little bit more pricey because it's hardcover and that's just how things go. So, mm. you know, gotta, gotta look look out for that. But hey, it's the one year anniversary of our book, One Shining Moment of Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, which now you can buy a cool hardcover version of it and put it on your shelf and be like, wow, look at that. It's, on, it's in hardcover now. I mean, that's but what With I'm all do. your other hardcover books. Now, if only we could get my book to be in paperback, then we'd we'd be all set. We would. But that's not happening yet. We have the whole collection. So there you go. That's our PSA. The one-year anniversary of one shining moment of critical analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine. And you can get it on hardback now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay. Al, they they talked about some games last week. Yeah, some video and, games. And we're gonna talk about them. Also, we're gonna talk about anime. Yep. So we got we got a bunch of a bunch on our plate this week. Mm-hmm. Here, on episode two forty nine of the seasonal anime checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And uh, we're gonna talk about. Some game announcements and an anime season. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's dive into these these video game announcements first. They did a Nintendo Direct last week. They did. They sprung it on us, and we were like, "Ah, ah, get this off us." <laughs> uh, because it no nobody ever puts out a a wrap up of video game announcements in chronological order. Yeah. I'm just going off of the Nintendo.com page for this, so it's like, here's the featured stuff, and then there's the other stuff afterwards. I've got, like, a Nintendo Life thing that's got, like, most of them on here. Yeah, yeah. A- this has like- everything. Oh, it has everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. It's just not chronological. Yeah. That's my complaint. Yeah, there's there's no way to do chronological F that. Unless we just rewatched it while we were talking, that no one's I mean, gonna do that. People could just write that up chronologically and save me time. They could. The only way to really do that is just to like, go like back through Wario sixty four tweets. <laughs> but that'd True. be annoying. Anyway, so here are your featured headlines for the direct. They're putting out an expansion for Monster Hunter Rise. Yep, I remember that. There was a dragon at the beginning. Dragon. Dragon. They are putting out a new Kirby game. Yes. Kirby Forgotten Land or something. He forgot some stuff. Kirby in the Forgotten uh, Land. He's a little pink ball. It it looked like Kirby meets Mario Odyssey. Yeah, it's a 3D platformer coming out spring 2022. And like Kirby is exploring a world that's been overgrown by nature. Dystopian Kirby. Dystopia Kirby, but it's still all like bright and shiny. <laughs> I mean, Wind Waker was a dystopian, and it was all bright and shiny. 
I uh, know. I'm just saying. It, just, it fits the Kirby aesthetic. Like, we're in a dystopia. But it's all, it's all, look, it's all look nice and shiny. Look at all these pretty flowers. Exactly. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online is getting a new membership plan in late October. Yes. They did not announce how much that's going to cost. They did not. But you are getting new Switch Online video game consoles. Mm-hmm. Which are the Nintendo 64 and the Sega Genesis. Yes. Which is interesting. That was an interesting get. I was not expecting the Genesis. No. Because you would have just expect like, oh, it's just going to be Nintendo consoles. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Uh, they will be offering wireless N64 and Genesis controllers. Yep. Which I don't know why you would want to get an N64 controller. Just buy it buy it, and throw it in the garbage where it belongs because it is the worst controller <laughs> in, in human history. You mean you don't have three hands? I don't have three hands. Oh, I know. Terrible. Uh, these are the games that will be coming at launch when this comes out in late October. For the 64, you'll get Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi Story, Ocarina of Time, Winback, which is maybe the most head-scratching inclusion in here. <laughs> I know, like, one of my friends played this on when he had a YouTube channel and hated this game. So when I saw this, I was just laughed and we talked about it over the weekend, just being like, what were they thinking putting that game in there? I've never played it. It's like a ripoff Metal Gear Solid, but infinitely worse. Oh, no. Uh, also, Mario Tennis, mm -hmm. Dr. Mario 64, and Sin and Punishment. And then they also showed off some like other games that are coming, but this doesn't have that on there. It'll be coming later on. I think like Paper Mario's one. Like Majora's Mask is definitely coming. Majora's Mask, mm -hmm. some other stuff mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the Genesis is getting Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha? We'll go with that. Fantasy Star 4, Rise Star, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic 2, Streets of Rage, and Strider. No Sonic 1. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Interesting choice. I hope they just put Sega CD games in there as well at some point. But God! It's, it's, the, it's the Nintendo Switch Online video game catalog, so you know they'll just like not do that and just give up like six months from now. Yeah, probably. By that point, we'll be getting like Quest 64 and garbage <laughs> like that. Um, Banjo Kazooie is also coming though, so that's an interesting mm -hmm. um, thing. And Rare was like, "Oh yeah, that is definitely a thing that's happening on their Twitter." And I'm like, "Oh sweet!" Like, you think that opens the door for them putting out like DK64? Yes. Which I don't know why you would want to play that game, but <laughs> I mean, for there the DK rap, obviously. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> um, I mean, Banjo-Kazooie is a, a very superior game, but um, much, much superior. I just thought it was interesting that, that Banjo-Kazooie is coming back to Nintendo at this point. Yeah. Um, I'll be curious to see how they like try and map N64 controls to like the Joy-Cons or the Switch Pro controller. I've been trying to figure that out. Because mostly when you do it through emulation, mm -hmm. a lot of times it'll be like the right stick is the C buttons. Okay, yeah. That's the, that's basically the way it makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. So I'm I would I'm curious to see if they'll do that as well, or if they'll come up with some weird hackneyed way to do that. I mean, that does make the most sense, but it's also Nintendo, so yeah. They're probably gonna come up with some bizarre way. I wonder if the uh, the the wireless sixty four controller, if the the joystick's gonna get all loosey goosey like they always did on the yeah, the, the real ones. I hope they put out Mario Party one and then have to put out a new glove for when that for that one mini game <laughs> for when everyone blisters their hands up doing it. Oh God, is that gonna like test our friendship if we play Mario Party? No, because we're not. Well, we are, but <laughs> I feel like our friendship has been tested in other games and we still came out the other end. So I think we would be fine. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I believe in us. But that, that that's if they put those out there, which I would assume they would. At some I would assume point. they would. 
even though they are putting out like a best of Mario Party this later this year. So yep. Eh, either way, uh, they showed off some new Splatoon three footage, which I was like, all right, Splatoon three is a game that's coming out. I totally forgot about it. So I believe that game is still coming out next year, and then of course the big headline coming out of this direct. Hey, Bayonetta 3 still exists. Yo! I, I was so shocked. Yeah. Because I was not expecting it to show up, because we've mentioned for the past, like, what, three, four years at this point? Like, this game's either going to show up or it's dead. Mm-hmm. And, and it I, showed up. And I've just been, like, thinking at this point, like, oh, it's never coming out. It's dead. And then it, it hello, it's here. Yep. Um, it looks great. Yeah. Um, it looks like Bayonetta. <laughs> looks like Bayonetta. Uh, she's, it, oh, go ahead. No, you're you're fine. Go ahead. I was gonna say she's got the 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 um new look. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the the one character's name for the first yep. game. What is her name? Saresa. Bayonetta. Saresa. Sure. She's she's kind of got like a Saresa looking. I've seen her. people think that like this is going to be a prequel. That makes sense. Especially because like the original Bayonetta voice actress is not in this game. Oh, is she not? Mm-mm. Hmm. Wonder what happened. Yeah. Good question. And there was the weird guy who shows up at the end. Yes. That people thought were like was uh, the DMC reboot version of Virgil. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Which, like, hey, if if Platinum decides they just want to put all their characters in one game, like, why not? Have at it, guys. But I'm real hyped for this. Yeah. That, uh, they, they put a 2022 on that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if that comes out next year, but, uh, that is, that was surprising. It was very surprising. Let's talk about these other headlines that showed up. Okay. Uh, they showed off some more about Mario Party Superstars, some of the boards from the previous games that are coming up in that game. Mm-hmm. And then mini games, and all that. It's all. It's also got online multiplayer and all that sort of stuff. So basically, the same thing that the Super Mario Party has now is in this version. Uh, they showed off. I, I think what is this? What is the title of this game? Oh God, I don't want a trailer. Which one? Just show me a title. Let's just go. With the, okay, Voice of Cards: The Isle Dragon Roars, which is the Square Enix card game made or and being like creatively led by Yoko Taro. Yes. So if you want to time to duel. <laughs> and then somehow this game will, will have to like tie into Nier at some point. Probably. Uh, they showed off some of that next DLC for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, I think. Or I, it was just a trailer for the game. I really don't know what this trailer was. Honestly, I, I honestly have no idea. Like, I think that it was a trailer for Pura and Robbie. I think. I sure, but I have no idea. They're like, there's gonna be some story and there's some waves coming. And I'm like, oh, all right, I guess. Shrug shoulders. Shrug shoulders. Uh, Square Enix showed off a new kart racer called Chocobo GP. You know, the spiritual successor to the Chocobo racing game from like 1999, mm-hmm. which seemed all right. It looked cute. Yeah, you could be a little Chocobo. A little Vivi. Some other. A little VV, little other characters from Square Enix games in Final Fantasy. I love that Giggle cool. Mesh is a character. It's very good. It's very, very good. It looked, uh, it looked cute. Yeah. they We got an announcement for an announcement, which mm-hmm. was the Animal Crossing Direct coming next month, which they're going to put the coffee dude in, I guess. I haven't played Animal Crossing since, like, last year, so. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Two games, one game update. A whole lot of fun. What was this? Oh, gosh. Shut up. <laughs> I believe part of this is Mario Golf getting Mario DLC. Mario Golf DLC. New courses and characters. And then the other... Oh, God. It's the weird me Disney game. <laughs> <laughs> Those me's looked very cursed in that game. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, no. Uh Dying Light. Dying Light 2 are coming to the Switch. Dying Light 2, I think, is going to be a cloud version. Well, I guess... Dying Light 1 is a just regular version. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get your parkour zombie on, that is going to be available on the Switch. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy is now just Triangle Strategy, which I think is a great name. 
I I'm so shocked that that's the name that they went with. It's hilarious, which is the uh the next game from the Octopath devs. Yep. Um, it's a strategy game, so I'm not interested. Nope. Same. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm out. Uh, they showed more Metroid Dread. Mm-hmm. It's more Metroid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disco Elysium is coming to Switch. If you want to learn about communism and all that sort of stuff. All right. Pretty cool. Uh, this is a collection of stuff, so I will shut up. <laughs> so I will <laughs> shut up. Uh, one of these is, what is this? Shadow Run Trilogy. Yay. Cyberpunk games. Clicking through this video. Video. <laughs> uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection, which is out now, which is a bunch of the GBA Castlevania games and also like the SNES version of Rondo of Blood. Mm-hmm. Because why would I mean I don't know why you would want to play that version when you could just play Rondo of Blood, but I guess it's got all of like the uh, rewind save state functions that the other Castlevania collection they put out has, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Neato. They're putting out Act Razor again, <laughs> which is rad because Act Razor is a <laughs> game. It's got new visuals and everything, a new remastered soundtrack. All that sort of stuff. So that's cool. Uh, they're putting Deltarune on Switch with the first two chapters. Because, of course, that's going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what? this is all a bunch of other stuff. This is a montage. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they showed off, like, five seconds of Shin Megami Tensei 5. I thought it was hysterical. There was just, like, in the sizzle reel. I'm like, wow, guys. Yep, yep, that's happened. They showed off the Hot Wheels game, which is out this week. Where you can make tracks and stuff. That's neat. There's another RTS game in here. Sure. There's Shin Megami Tensei 5. Which apparently they are unveiling the English dub cast of that game tomorrow. When we're Ooh, recording this. Really? Yes. Wreckfest is coming to Switch. Which I'm sure that's going to go run f- terribly. Because <laughs> Wreckfest is all about like a game where like it really focuses in on like damage to cars and all that sort of stuff. Oh. So, I don't think that's going to run well. Nope. At all. And then Hamster's putting out Arcade Archives versions of Pac-Man and Xevious, which is cool, because Hamster does amazing work. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure those are going to be really good versions of both of those games. I heard, like, the Xevious port has, like, options in there to deal with burning on the screen like the arcade cabinet had oh my god which is just amazing wow <laughs> and then rune factory 5 is coming out in march next year mm-hmm. um did you bring up knights of the old republic because i don't remember if you did or not no it was not in here okay well that's also coming that is coming which is a which is weird because they just announced that knights of the old republic uh remake for ps5 mm-hmm so this is like, I guess, sure. <laughs> I guess it doesn't have everything on here from stuff. Is there anything I missed besides the the one big thing I know I missed? Uh, Game wise, is there anything I missed? You said Rune Factory, right? Yes. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I know the one big thing you've missed, but I I figured we were saving that for last. Mm-hmm. Da 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 da. Let me do some scrolling to make sure. Do 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 do. No, that's it. Okay. Uh, but the other thing is they showed off the cast for the Mario movie, and it's something. Miyamoto's like, hello, I want to talk to you about Mario. And I was like, go away, Miyamoto. I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he 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 said it anyway. Um, So Mario movie's coming out December 2022 in North America. Yeah. Um, by the Minions people. Yep. We have a cast, and some of them are actually good. Some, mm-hmm. of, some of them are inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, and one's just bad. One's just bad, and I think that that's really... Do you want to start with the good, or do you want to start with the bad? I mean, we got to start with the bad, because that was the way they started it. They're like, yo, Chris Pratt is Mario, and I'm like, what? Ugh. Like, one, he's like the worst Chris. Um, he's a... He's a- He's a kind of a garbage human being. He's a garbage human being. Like, dude is like in the like creepy mega church that like hates gay people and mm-hmm. like got rid of his cat because he had a kid and like 
dude kind of sucks. Didn't he also like show his junk to people at one point? Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So anyway, Chris Pratt sucks. And he's also like. Mario, huh? Yep. Yeah. Like I, I can't really, I can't put the two together, but. You know what? He's just going to play the Mario that I sent you the gift the other day of Mario just like bonking Luigi's hat off and looking super mean. Yeah. That's just what he's going to be the whole time. Just that, I believe it. That version of Mario. I just can't see it. I really can't. I think it's a really weird choice. It's like obviously a like we need to put somebody in who's going to like put butts in seats with name recognition. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's a Mario movie. You don't need celebrity you don't need voice that. actors. You do not. You do Mario not. Mario will sell on its own. Correct. Correct. But that's Hollywood for you. Yeah. Let's put the worst people up front and center and not care when everyone's like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. And I love that they're like, oh, Charles Martinet's going to be in it. But he's not Mario. He's going to do cameo voices. And I'm like, wow, good job throwing him the scraps. Yeah. Like, good job voicing Mario for, like, most of your life. Here, have a bit. three decades? Have a bit role. Like, that's, that was kind of insulting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, but we did have some other people in there. Um, yep. Charlie Day as Luigi still makes me laugh. I think that that's really, inspired. really funny. It's inspired. It's so funny. Oh man, I love Charlie Day. We mentioned this last week. Charlie Day's great. Mm-hmm. So like, I I can see that. Um, I don't know who Anya Taylor Joy is. She was apparently in that the uh, Queen's that, Gambit. Yeah, the chess show on Netflix. So I don't know. I guess she's good, I, but she's Peach. Yes. Um. Jack Black is Bowser, which I think is actually really good. mm Hmm. I think he could nail it, especially after playing Psychonauts too. Yeah. Like, I think he could do a really, really good job with this. Um, as long as he has like good direction on it. I hope he calls Mario a mother. I hope he also calls Mario a Um Keegan Michael Key as Toad is interesting. <laughs> Again, inspired choice. Interesting. <laughs> Um, I've seen so many videos of people just like reenacting uh, like scenes with the toad voice and it's just like the funniest <laughs> thing in the entire universe. It's so good. Uh, um, and then apparently Donkey Kong's just going to be high as f- because Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Yep. And he's also in a Mario movie. But yeah, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. I mean, Mario, uh, Donkey Kong is Mario lore. Oh yeah, it definitely is. It's just I mean, they're gonna put a cranky Kong in this film. You're right. I forgot who's who are the like side characters that showed up that are not Oop. that that are not listed here. Hang on. Oh no. Just give me like an image. No 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 no. Why are you like this? There we go. Uh, I like how I Google this. It's like, is Chris Pratt actually Mario? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. He's Uh, become Mario. Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek. Kamek? Kamek. Oh, okay. Like the, the wizard guy. Yes. Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Okay, that's that's pretty good. And then Sebastian Man Maniscalco is Spike. I don't know who that is. He's a little green dude. Oh, no, no, no. I I know who Spike is. I don't know who Sebastian. Or no, like. Is. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I think it's actually. I think that that's, this image is wrong because I think it's Spike from like Wrecking Crew. Oh, huh. Because I think that was the image they showed off in that, in the direct. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Either way, that's your Mario movie casting. Sure. Why not? Why not? I mean, like I said, the the Chris Pratt thing is a little 
Yeah, that's Spite from Wrecking Crew. See, I was right. Go me. High five me. Another win for me. And all that. I still think the idea that I had that I told you about is that they should have just got the Always Sunny crew to be the, the main five characters. I agree with you. And called it a day. I agree with you. It would have been perfect. It would have been very funny. Oh my god. Like, can you imagine that? Man, you want a comedy. That's a comedy. There you go. Perfect. And you also get Chris Pratt out of there, which... Danny yeah. DeVito is Mario. <laughs> you know what? I I would take that. I think we all would. Mm -hmm. But yes, that's the that's the direct. It was a thing. Also, yep. they uh, they announced that another announcement of hey, we're going to do a Smash Brothers direct for the final character on October fifth. Yes, that is that I forgot about so that. that. Is next week or in a couple days? There were two announcements of future announcements. Mm-hmm. Because it's Nintendo. Yep. So, of course, they would. But, yeah, that's the direct. It was a thing. Mm-hmm. Now, let's, let's dive into some anime. Yeah, for something completely different. <laughs> Just a little bit. The uh, second season of My Next Life as a Villain is All Routes Lead to Doom. Mm-hmm. Has wrapped up its airing. Yes by wrapped up I mean like a few weeks ago <laughs> mm -hmm. they uh, appropriately added an X to the end of this title so you know what's this next season because <laughs> that's how things work here um, so yeah second season of Villainous yeah I was stoked about this because I've been reading the light novels mm -hmm. and um, the good thing is, is that I have read everything that was in this season so like i knew what to expect i haven't read further so like there's st stuff that's coming up that i'm like oh, i don't know what's gonna happen so i gotta read that mm -hmm. before we get anything else but um i had at least read accidentally everything that was in the season right so was, i was ready like i saw the opening and i'm like i know where this is gonna go i know exactly where everything's gonna go here mm-hmm and it was still wonderful. Even knowing exactly where things were going to go, it was so much fun. So fun. So fun. So fun. Um, also, it is worth mentioning before we dive super into this. Um, Shota Aoi's uh, Give Me Love Me. Super, super good. Super good. Also, have, you seen, have you seen good. any of the live performances of it? Yes, because you've sent it to me. Oh, right. Including the one with the weird shredded outfit. Um, yeah, just incredible. Uh, I, I, want, I want that song in my life besides mm -hmm. just on Spotify because I can only find it on Spotify. Um, but it is really good. And I actually think that I like it better than Bad End. Mm -hmm. Um. Although I do think that the visuals for the ending of the season would have gone better with Bad End. Because it literally keeps repeating like Bad End on <laughs> on, on, on the ending. And I'm like, all right. They just got confused. They did. But you know what? Bless them. Um, but yeah, the, the opening and the endings are, once again, very on point. The, it was like, Angela, is that the opening? Mm -hmm. um, they did... They also came back. I'm glad they just stuck with the same artist. They're like, yeah, you get, you know what? You guys did great. Do it again. Do it again. So there you go. That's it. That's all we got to talk about. <laughs> Wrap it up. I feel like I can't remember if this was a COVID show or not. Because for some reason, I keep thinking like, oh, this had got this got delayed or some for some reason. And I don't remember if that was the case or not. I I don't think so. 
but I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. For sure, either. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, I feel like this this season in particular was like there were two points of like conflict, and then the rest of the series is just like stuff kind of happens. Yeah, there's like two two like big plot arcs, and the rest of it's just kind of like slice of life with Katarina. Mm-hmm. Well, and other characters. Which is how the light novel is set up, so it makes sense. Um, yeah. And honestly, I don't hate it. Like, I feel like it, the only problem with like that formula is like, especially with like comedy dramas like this, is that it leads you almost to a point where like you have to like you have a little bit of story beats happening, mm-hmm. and then you have to take a break for to set up to the next one but like in that middle section like you can just kind of feel like you're the show's almost like just spinning its wheels just like all right we gotta just wait for the next thing to happen while we're just you know kind of not really doing a whole lot here like these these episodes are still like fun and all Mm -hmm. but they're not really like rich with story as in like you know the the beginning little story bit and then the end little story bit is yeah, I mean, you, you've got the the two big arcs. You've got some, like, filling in bits there. Um, mm-hmm. Like, one of the big arcs, like, throughout this is, like, what's Katarina going to do when she graduates because she doesn't want to be queen? <laughs> right. Um, so she's been trying to figure out, like, ah, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And that that's a big thing that she has to continuously think about throughout this this season and we get some pretty big introductions of important characters for her life mm-hmm. um that will that will come into play but yeah i could see what you mean in that like it's like y- y- it feels kind of like you've got some some fluff in the middle there but Mm -hmm. like i said i don't hate that especially because like that's exactly how it is in the light novel i feel like it makes sense though like now like because after the second season they're going into a movie Mm -hmm. as like why you would use that formula Mm -hmm. because you don't really have like to have that middle section just be where you're having kind of just like the the more the less story filled episodes like you can just kind of be like story 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 which Mm -hmm. i wonder how like that's going to affect things i guess in terms of how people view the series because obviously the first two seasons have had the same sort of formula Mm -hmm. wrapped up in it and if you remove some of that like lightheartedness from the series and in terms of like making a movie like how is that going to have people react to it that's a good point because a lot of what makes this series so good is like the character interactions mm-hmm. and you get a lot of that in the like less stressful parts of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get it in the stressful parts too and you get to see Katarina be crazy, like her being stoked that she got captured so that she can just sleep all day and eat, um, which God, that sounds nice. Um, but but like you you would miss some of the the interactions like you get um like Keith and Mary you have some interactions with them where um Katarina's like um are they interested in each other that would be bad because Mary's engaged to, to, to um Alan ah! um and then you get her like getting to know um his name is Sora but I forget what they. I think they call him Rufus to begin with. Has there ever been a a good guy named Rufus? That's a good question. I feel like anytime somebody's named Rufus, then I'm like, oh, you're a bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) That's, I mean, that sounds right. I can't think, if somebody can think of a good Rufus, let us know. Because I legitimately cannot off the top of my head think of a good Rufus. Actually, wait a minute. Let me let me confirm that I am correct that I'm remembering this properly. 
this is going to be a weird, weird thing if I, I am correct. The naked mole rat from Kim Possible is named Rufus. And he's not, that's, a, ba- he's not a bad guy. He's that's a- not where I was expecting you to go, but all right. <laughs> where were you expecting me to I, go? Anywhere but that. <laughs> Anyway, um, that's the only other Rufus I could think of that is that bad. And to be fair, Sora's not a bad guy. Sora just has a situation that he, you know, kidnaps Katarina. (laughs) Whoops. Big Um, whoops. Yeah. So so you felt like, did you feel like it kind of like, dragged a bit or are you more in like the camp of me hmm I mean I enjoyed all these episodes I think I just wish there was more like actual story because mm-hmm. I, I I feel like I remember like the the first season kind of having the same sort of issue yes where it's like stuff happens at the beginning stuff happens at the end and there's just stuff in between Mm-hmm. Um, like the stuff in between is still like there's fun episodes throughout there but like it it is a lot of just like alright waiting around for what's going to be the next big story plot mm-hmm. um, you do also get like some some like it's a character introductions but you get some like background dynamics of um, like the older brothers Mm-hmm. Ajordo and Alan and their fiancés. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it is it Joffrey that's like so like obsessed with his brothers? Is it him? Oh, I don't remember. I think it's him. I'm um, like you with names in this in this in this aspect here. I'm so terrible with names. Um, I think it's him, but. He's like weirdly obsessed with his brothers, uh, which is, yes, it's definitely Joffrey. Um, so you get to meet him and you get to meet his fiance. And both of those are extremely important characters um, mm-hmm. for the future of the series, I guess, the booze. Um, but you get to hear more of like how there was a strain on everybody because of the... Um, because of the whole like secession thing and factions forming behind them. And um, that's what even leads to the first arc of Katarina getting captured is like somebody behind the faction of Ian manipulated Selena to take Katarina and cause problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you get more of like those weird details of like, there are four kids here. And all of them have factions behind them to be king. Except for Alan. I don't think he has any, but I don't think that Alan's really interested in the first place, so. That boy just wants to play piano. Who doesn't? I mean, I'm not good at piano. (laughs) But I I can't think, I don't think he has any real faction, but Jordo, Ian, and Joffrey definitely do. Um, and like Joffrey and his, his, um, his fiance have some chats. Um, and I think they have a few of them in the, in like the anime that we see, especially Mm -hmm. the one where he's like, look at all the pictures of my brothers. Yes. Um, whoa, buddy, (laughs) calm down. Um, but this actually leads to um, Jeffrey's fiance. Um, she has two different names. Her name is Susanna, but she also goes by Larna. Um, basically becoming Katarina's biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a deal. Since she is very, very important at the, um, like, was Department of Magic, Ministry of Magic, what is it called? Department. Department. 
she's very big deal there. So her being behind Katarina and like manipulating things behind the scenes, not a bad thing to have. But, you know, you're not getting like super detailed content about that, Mm -hmm. but you are seeing some of it. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, you also get like Nicole um, accidentally confessing to Katarina at one point when they're doing the play lines and she just like passes out. Like, no, no, I, that was not a confession. I don't know what you're talking about. I was reading, I was reading lines. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. And then, you know, he, he totally sucks at trying to get a fiance later on because he's like <sighs> i'm in love with somebody else <laughs> well the thing is like he try he he does all this because he's like and i guess i should probably do this mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my dad doesn't really care so i guess i'll try this and like just goes through all these candidates and just everyone's just like blah 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 blah, blah. he's like i don't care yeah and then like the the one girl shows up who's friends with Katarina and they just have like this nice little conversation about everything and just like hey let's just be chill have a little walk through the garden and all this fun times she's like yeah I don't actually intend on getting married to anybody and you definitely didn't even read anything that I submitted about this yeah so good job buddy um who do you actually like who are you like who are you playing ball for here he's like um and and Sophia tells him like oh by the way you know that like mom was engaged to somebody else and dad totally just like stole her away right he's like oh oh did he now (laughs) how would you not know that about your own dad It's it's a family secret Apparently, but yeah, she's like, you can't give up. You can't. You can do it. That's how they got together. And he's like, all right, I guess I'm back in then. (laughs) Diving back in. (laughs) It's so funny. Man, I don't know how the light novel wraps everything up and like, if she actually ends up with anybody, but... There's going to be a lot of broken hearts at the end here. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Keith also confesses in this season, and I think it was, was it the end of last season, or was it the beginning of this season that Jordo also was, like, making his moves? I think it was this season. Okay. Because um, he, he totally, like, smooches her at one point, and she's like, that didn't happen. What? Yeah. No. Wait, that I think that was after the capturing yeah. part that he did that. But yeah, then he keeps like saying like, hey, you know, now you realize that I like you, right? Right? I kissed you, huh? She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That didn't, ha- that didn't happen. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very confused. Ah. Um, so... <laughs> So you have uh, some some pretty big moves happening here with some of the dudes, but none of them actually having solutions. No. And even Sora is like pretty blatantly hitting on her during the the Keith missing arc. Her harem just continues to grow and grow and grow and grow. Yeah, she's got also like the girl Ginger, like the mm-hmm. the the other girl that she's like, you can borrow my dress, and Mary's like, I want to borrow your dress. Can I? Can I? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the harem is going to always perpetually grow. And she's just like, la 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 la. What? None of this is happening. It's fine. I don't know why I'm Everything's okay. <laughs> but it worked, I guess. Um... The only person who doesn't like Katarina is is that bear. No, yeah. <laughs> the bear just like smoke face. I can't remember the bear's name, but the bear is just like they do not get along at all. 
Alexander. Alexander. He he is made specifically for locating people. And he's a big fan of Maria. Mm-hmm. And so anytime Katarina is near Maria, especially in the light novel, and some of it shows up here, the bear is just like, mine. Um, it's like the one time that she ends up like covered in the little like spiky spur things because of mm-hmm. Alexander after she puts him like some on him. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> He's just constantly being a menace. That is for true. I love their little dynamic of rivals there. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think she realized like why they're rivals. Oh, of course not. Because it's definitely just Alexander wants to be around Maria and doesn't want her around. Yeah. <laughs> and Katarina's like, why does a bear not like me? Bear, come on. Uh... Um, so that's that's great. And I'm sure the bear will will be important. Um especially now that like Katarina has like a familiar now. Yeah. A dark magic familiar. The doggo. The doggo. It's a cute little doggo. And I saw it in the intro, like for the season. I was like, I know you're gonna show up. I know what arc is happening now because you are here. I saw the mm-hmm. bear and I saw the dog. Bork bork. Bork bork. And um I forget what she names it. It's like the like spot in Japanese, basically like the the like really common Japanese dog name. Mm-hmm. Pochi? Is that it? I have no idea. I think it's Pochi. Um yeah, it's a little puppy. Which for the record, does not have to consistently be a puppy. Will not oh consist- will not consistently oh be a puppy. Uh oh. Yep. Yep. Um so she generally like has it hide in her shadow until she wants to play with it, but mm-hmm. Or yeah. if it decides to come out. Yeah, she's like, ah get out of here. He's like, All right. Bloop. Yeah, Pochi uh Pochi has some interesting abilities that we will probably eventually see. Probably in the movie. Probably in the movie. I would hope so, because it's interesting. You wouldn't expect it, especially, like, the fact that she took these, like, weird black magic-y snake dudes and was like, what if you just become a cute puppy? That's what I always do. I mean, same. If given the choice of big black magic-y creepy snakes and black magic puppy... You're gonna take the puppy. Mm-hmm. Create a crazy person wouldn't. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Pochi can do some things. Um, one thing though that is it was it was a problem in the light novels. It's a problem here too. Um, and I I feel very uncomfortable watching it. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Um, but there is this scene where Katarina like goes to Keith in her pajamas. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And he just like throws her on the bed and like pins her and is like, you know, this is what happens when you come into a man's room. And I'm just like, um, dude, no. And like, it just makes me really uncomfortable. She just it was a to very weird scene. Yeah. PJs, man. And then he kicks her out. Yeah, he does kick her out. At least there's that. But and she's like, like, huh? What? This is what Jordo's going to do to you. It's like, dude, you're doing it right now. You're literally doing it. Like, you can't. Don't be a weirdo. You can't do the thing that you're saying that someone else is going to do and use that as a warning. Like, that's, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. It's not like you, like, bonk somebody in the head and you're like you know what somebody else is gonna bonk you on the head just like this bonk and then bonk, you knock bonk. them out like that that's that's a mean way to do it bonk 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 um and like i i get i get that there's the whole like she knows how he feels now and like it's it's a whole thing um but that was just so skeevy mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, oh God, like I would lock my door every night, Katarina. <laughs> Yikes. That boy is. Um not to be trusted. I was gonna say ballsy, but yeah, not to be trusted. Um I think that him and him and Jordo and Mary are like playing the most moves here. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, you know who'd be nice? Alan or Nicole. I, <laughs> I like either of those dudes. But but that's not gonna happen. Cause I know how these things go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, of course, like the two quiet ones, I'm like, I like you. You're good. <laughs> I would date them in an Atomia game. Shocker. Yeah. I mean, probably is very shocking to you. Very, very shocking. It reminds me, honestly, like that whole scene with Keith reminds me of um, Pio Fiore, the, the mafia one. Mm-hmm. There's this dude in there who kind of looks like Keith and has the whole like, I'm a nice dude type personality. Like he, mm-hmm. he, he's a little bit more playful than than keith is but he also does like some of that skeevy stuff i'm like bruh yeah no none of that's hot so yeah i i have feelings against keith and jordo now mary mary also does some moves but she hasn't done anything that's horribly offensive yet yeah <laughs> but man she's trying she is trying she is shooting her shot Mm-hmm. you know good for her good for her she's trying does her best uh is there anything oh i guess w- w- what do you think about how it ends i thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Because she has that dream about her friend and her friend's like booting up a game. She's like, oh, I guess I could see this game. You know, I know all these routes now. I could be a help. And then she's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They made a sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and like she sees the two dudes and is like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she goes to the Department of Magic for like her first day. And then the two dudes are there. And she's like. Oh, no. Yep. Yeah, because she's, she's watching her play and sees the, the new guys. And so it's like love at the Department of Magic or something is like what yeah. they use in the light novel. Um, and she at one point is like, oh, man, I hope Katarina doesn't show up. Oh, no, Katarina's here. She's like, why is Katarina there? <laughs> so Katarina... Is realizing that Katarina is not out of the woods yet because no. Katarina is still doing her moves in the game with Fortune Lover 2. Um, I, I'm a little weirded out by like Dewey, the younger dude. Mm-hmm. He literally looks like a child. Yep. Literally looks like a child. I mean, that is a, that is a stereotype. Yeah, it is. It or is. an archetype or whatever. Ar- archetype, yeah. Um... But but yeah, the the framing of that. So do you think that's what the movie's gonna be? Is like that arc, which is what I'm reading right now in the light novels. I mean, I would guess that would have to be the case, right? Makes the most sense. But I have not read enough to say like how it would function as a movie. Right. I've only read the intro. Mm-hmm. And for the record, spoiler alert. Dewey is a Sundere. Wow, I'm shocked. Yeah. Yeah, a small child dude who's also Sundere who could have seen it coming. Very shocked. Very shocking. Um, but yeah. Uh I, I do think that was a good way to like cliffhanger the ending. Mm-hmm. Get you ready for what's coming up. And I think that Sora also becomes like a, a technical datable in, in Fortune Lover 2. So 
which would make sense because Sora's already like in the harem basically mm-hmm. and ends up like working with her a lot right man it'd be weird if that like that wasn't the case yeah I, I think that is the case but I could be misremembering and just thinking that's the case but I yeah <laughs> So there you go. Yeah. Got to wait for a movie now, which I, they say they give that like a date or anything. I don't think they give it a date. Um, I don't think they even gave it a date at all. That's fair. Maybe next year. Maybe. Who knows? Question mark. Question mark question mark but i mean there's a bunch of stuff still coming out in the meantime like the there's the switch game that's coming out later this year in japan mm-hmm. i wonder if we'll get that yeah i don't know that's a that's a good question but i don't know um there's still light novel stuff coming out mm-hmm. like they just put out volume 11 in japan last month oh wow or in august i should say and then nine and ten are coming out over here next year in paperback but will be out in ebook form by the end of the year i get them in paperback form you do so well you're waiting till next year mm-hmm. uh the manga has just literally had a volume come out a couple days ago in japan wow and then that catches up well not catches up but gets up to volume six in english in november and also the first volume of the side story manga comes out in November as well in English. Side story. Yeah. What side the story? Side story manga is apparently is about focuses on the question of what would happen if Katarina were to recover her memories when she was 15 as opposed to during her childhood, leaving her without the friends and relationships that she garnered as a result of early planning against her bad ends. I don't think I would like that as much. Yeah. Hmm. 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 I think there's also there is an OVA coming in the seventh volume of the manga, so that will be out by the time this episode's up. Oh. I don't know if it's like going to be out on like streaming services, but it will be out <laughs> on the thirtieth of September when the manga comes out. What is this? I don't know. All it says is there's an OVA bundled with it. Hmm. I can click on this link and see if this says anything. Ba, 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 ba. The Blu-ray disc will feature a story from the early childhood of the main characters as written in the original light novel series' first volume. Oh. Hmm. I've read that. I wonder what it would be. Well, there you go. You will know. You would. You would know. Also, it took me a bit with the, the ending song to realize it was pronounced Give Me Love Me because it's got the heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how is that pronounced? Heart me. Give me heart me. Mm-hmm. But then I actually Single. just listened to him sing and heard him say, give me love me. And I'm like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. If I just listened with my ear holes, then I might actually figure these things out sometimes. Who goes around listening with their ear holes? functional human beings well they're that's just ridiculous i know like i'm not good at that so (laughs) why why would i why would i be a functional human being but i did figure it out give me love me good job yay well i believe that wraps up this episode yeah it was fun there you go wipe your hands of it Oh, I hit the mic. Oh, no. Good job. <laughs> so, if you would like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cools where you can find past episodes of this podcast or other podca- podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You'll also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews, and you can watch her play games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash M-E-Y-D-A-L-E-N-N-A. All that. You can follow us on Twitter or TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shining Moment, A Critical Analysis of Love, Life, Sunshine, now in hardback form. Yeah. 
available now. Ooh. And Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a wealth of bonus content as well. Bonus. Bonus. Next week, I don't know. It will not be Lost Judgment because we are still in Chapter 3, and that hour counts like up to like 20 hours now, and we're still in Chapter 3. Yeah, we're killing it. We are. We're just getting there slowly but surely. We're killing it. I don't think it. it's going to be that. Probably not. But it will be something else entirely. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Mm -hmm. We'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. 